So, uh, welcome to the programme, James Wells Radio Podcast, produced and brought to you by Rob. Uh, Rob is the producer, he lives on the Isle of Anglesey, and uh, well, he does it from there, I do it from my house, uh, which is in the Garden of England, and that's what we're doing today, although the weather today has to be said. Across the country is not terribly good. We're suffering Storm Hector. What a ridiculous f***ing name for a storm, Storm Hector. Anyway, um, so listen, uh, normally, if you haven't joined us before, if you, uh, if, you, if you want to hear me rambling on about stuff, this is the place to come. And if you go on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, there are, I mean, there's enough of my garbage there for you to sit and listen for at least a week 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Probably more, actually, when I think about it. Um, but anyway, uh, let's get back to uh, today's program. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where to start, really. Of course, we've had the the year's commemoration of the horrific fire in London at Grenfell Tower, uh, and everybody is still blaming themselves, and people are still getting themselves worked up. It, it, it just... I'm sorry, I've, I have spent an enormous amount of time moaning about politicians, nationally, internationally, uh, and, and let's have a little moan about them locally. If you are going to decide to become um, a, a, a public servant, then you need to do it for the right reasons. Rather than a career rather than because you think you know better than everyone else. The word servant needs to be firmly engraved on your brain. And that's the problem I think we have. People go into, into politics, not all, not all by any means, but it seems to be an increasing amount of people who go into politics for the wrong reasons because they feel that they are more important or they have a, uh, a a very good point or something. You know, if we live in a democracy, which everybody goes on about, particularly around Brexit, and if I hear some stupid sod going on, oh, well, it's the will of the people, the, the flipping Brexit um, referendum has caused division in this country because it has m more or less split us exactly half. And when that happens, that's when democracy really doesn't work. When it could quite easily go one way or the other, and don't anybody tell, well, there's a million more people. We're in a country of about 70 million people. It was almost 50-50. And if you had another referendum now, it would probably tip the balance the other way because I think people have realised what a fiasco leaving Europe is. That is not to say that the European Parliament and the federalist ideas of the European Parliament are a good idea for all of us. It could have been worked out much better, much, much better. And the reason it hasn't been is because we have politicians, public servants, both MEPs, and as I've said many times, you can't name them, can you? Faceless, nameless individuals who've been working there, enjoying themselves for ages, and have really not made their mark. All you hear is the whining of them saying, oh, well, we tried to get that, but nobody would listen to us. Was that because, are we weak? Are we so weak that the Germans and the French and the Spanish and Italians can make their points heard more than we can? Oh, come on. 
It's just you've got a bunch of weak willies who decided to become MEPs. And let's face it, almost anybody could have become an MEP. How many of you ever voted in the Euro elections? See? Anyway, going back to the absolute horror of Grenfell Tower, of course, a lot of this seems to have been caused by people either trying to cut corners or not listening to the people they are supposed to serve. And we go back to that word, service. And if you are going to have a position in public life, whether you're paid for it or not, is immaterial. Because how many people listening have had problems with their local or parish councils when trying trying maybe to get planning to build a garage or do this or put, uh, you know, the 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 amount of aggravation brought to bear by people who suddenly think that they are more important than everyone else beggars belief and i would hope although i'm not sure it has really sunk in uh, to those people yet that grenfell tower would have actually been a wake-up call to people who want to be in public life i'm not sure that it has but i would hope that it would be because the lack of understanding shown by the local authority and by politicians on both sides of the political divide has been nothing short of absolutely disgusting. Even Theresa May has had to apologise for the fact she didn't get down there quick enough. The local authority obviously had no idea what to do. The fire rules and regulations didn't work the cladding is still being looked at i mean it's just one catastrophe after another and one year on from that disaster the worst domestic fire in this country since the second world war i hope we have learned i hope we have learned i used to live on the 18th floor of a high-rise block of flats in the east end of london when Mrs. W and I were first married, we lived in a, a council flat on the 18th floor. Um, and I, uh, it's been pulled down many years ago. It was pulled down. Uh, it was cladded at the time with a kind of plastic outside. It used to sway in the wind. I have no idea how safe it was. We lived there for about three or four years and luckily then moved north. Um, it, it could be one of the most frightening places to live because you you knew that if anything did happen and you used to look out the window, well, you couldn't open the windows. They just opened the fraction. They didn't want people opening them too far in case they fell out. Uh, and had anything happened on the ground, being able to get down there took for ages. And often, very often, the lifts never worked. But anyway, I'm, I'm, my view is that no family should be put into high-rise accommodation. You know, high-rise accommodation is great, and I've lived uh, uh, in in flats in uh, in London, uh, many floors up, just on my own, or or just with Mrs. W. You know, not with children, and that's fine. In fact, you know, there are apartments in London on the twenty-fifth, twenty-sixth floors of tower blocks that are two, three, four million pounds, and some of them more, but not children, not families. It's not a place for a family to be brought up. It really isn't. I hope that we've learned from those mistakes. Interestingly enough, I was asked to go on uh, Good Morning Britain the other day, which I did, and I spoke about my good friend Peter Stringfellow, which we'll talk about in a few moments. And they asked me uh, originally to go on to talk about 
teachers who were saying that they thought that a minute silence here, there and everywhere uh, really didn't actually demonstrate to, to, to kids in school exactly what it was for. And people people have minute silence here. I think for the victims of the Grenfell Tower, they've had 72 seconds over a minute, for a second for each person who died. Uh, and I was going to go on. We didn't talk about it in the end because Peter, sadly, his death was announced that morning and they asked if I would come on and talk about that. But it was inter- I thought it was interesting because I think apart from Remembrance Sunday, and if you want to get in touch, you know, the, uh, the my email, jameswellradio at gmail.com, you can send me an email anytime. Send me an email if you want to book me for an after dinner, if you want to book me to do a voiceover, if you want to tell me how wonderful I am. I mean, you can tell me I'm a complete shit if you want. Uh, it really doesn't matter because that will go in the bin. It, you could be as nasty as you like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, but if you have something positive and intelligent to say, there's the address, jameswellradio at gmail.com. I don't get an awful lot of offensive um, stuff. You might find that surprising. But I would, I would just imagine that if you want to offend me and you sit and listen to me, you must be pretty stupid in the first place. Well, that's fair on him. So I, I just assume that everybody that listens to the program is on my wavelength. And if I've got something wrong, let me know, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Apart from Remembrance Sunday, when it has been tradition to have a silence, it then suddenly got taken over by every, every time there was something wrong, every time somebody died, every time there was a desire, let's have a couple of minutes silence. I think it's devalued it totally. I think there should be other ways of remembering people. What does a minute silence do? It doesn't do anything really. I think in schools in particular, talking about tragedies rather than getting the kids up and, and saying, let's have a, a minute silence just to, I think it would be better to discuss and talk about the issue. One of the things that I have realized recently because of my situation is that we don't do death very well in this country. In many cases, we pretend it isn't going to happen to us or our loved ones. We ignore the inevitability of the end. Unless, of course, you happen to be religious and then they make mountains out of it, don't they? But normally we don't talk about it. And if we do, we just pretend we go and live on a fluffy cloud and play a heart. We don't actually talk about the cycle of life. The fact that we're born, we live and we die. What happens to our spirit after we die? Who knows? People will tell you they know, but of course they don't. I was talking to Yuri Geller the other day who phoned me to say how sorry he was to hear of the death of Mrs. W., and we were talking for a while about it. I'd known Yuri and, and she'd known Yuri for quite some time and he decided he would move back to Israel to live, which is where he is. And he rang me just to say, you understand that energy, everything has energy and nobody knows energy cannot be got rid of. Energy always exists. Energy is in everything. And he says, just bear that in mind that the energy of everything from a rock to a robin to a human being can never be got rid of. And I did find some comfort in that, I have to say. Energy goes on. But, you know, 
it doesn't what we should be doing is concentrating on the time we are here and the time we are living and if we made this and spoke to our, our youngsters about it and if we talked about it in a more positive way rather than always looking upon death as the great destroyer and the terrible end to if we actually talked about it and hopefully people get a certain amount of life there's nothing more tragic than somebody dying very young parents burying their children there's nothing more tragic than that but i'm a great believer in whatever your life is it's probably mapped out for you before you start and i think actually if we talked about it a little more and if we explored it a little more like some cultures do some cultures do not have this kind of fear of dying the way we do Maybe we talk about it a little more rather than standing there rigid and silent because really we can't think of anything to say and we can't think of anything to do. So I, I think actually everybody having a minute silence here or two minutes silence or anything is devaluing the whole thing. Except on Remembrance Sunday, which is where it started and where it should remain. So I don't know how I got onto that, but there we are. That uh, those are my thoughts on uh, on that. Um, <clears throat> here's another here's another thought, and then then I'll try and do something perhaps a little more. Uh, I was talking to Charlotte Caldwell. She is the mother of Billy. Billy is a little boy who suffers with severe epilepsy, and his mother had found that medical cannabis oil had helped, and was the only thing that really helped his condition. And this had been prescribed by the doctors for a while. But now, for some strange reason, the Home Office, Nick Hurd's part of it, have decided that can't go on anymore. And so I spoke to, to Charlotte and I spoke to some of her friends and I spoke to, you may remember the, the story's been in all the papers. She came back into the country with cannabis oil for her son. She was stopped at the airport and it was taken off her. She then, obviously she's using the media and why wouldn't you? Uh, she got uh, a meeting with Nick Hurd, the minister responsible, and uh, he basically said, no, I'm sorry, the law's changed, you can't have it. If you get a license, by the way, if you've got a license for it, you could have it. Uh, the license is going to cost you between ten and twenty thousand pounds, so you can forget the license really for a bit. Uh, when she was talking to me on my radio show on Talk Radio, did I mention? I probably didn't. Talk Radio. I'm there Monday to Thursday uh, with the reincarnation of Ash, talking about ends of things um, from seven o'clock in the evening, earlier slot than we used to have, but seven till ten in the evening. And let's face it, there's nothing on television at the moment, so you might as well go. Oh, hang on. I must just take that. Uh, so this will be Ricky, the producer, uh, because at this particular moment in time, I'm recording my podcast, but now Ricky's come on. He's on the podcast, which is probably what he wanted in the first place. It was an act of sabotage. Yeah, I imagine it probably was. Uh, but whilst I'm recording this fabulous piece of radio work... Um, I've already arranged one guest you've probably heard of who is a, um, a, a handwriting expert. Right, OK, good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yep, that's OK. And I thought what, what she could do on the show tonight, which will make no uh, absolutely no sense to people who are listening to this programme days after we recorded it, uh, is that she can look at Kim Jong-un's handwriting and Donald Trump's handwriting, which is uh, has been displayed for all to see, and, and give us a reading. 
That's a very good idea. We need to get you to write something as well, James. No, no, no. I think we need to get you to write something and Ash to write something. I think that will be far more interesting. <laughs> All right, then. I will, uh, I'll let you get on. Um, I will ring you a little bit later. Sure. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Um, so I've destroyed myself now. I've, I've forgotten what I was talking about. What was I talking about? So I, I remember, um, which we did on the radio show. You should listen to it. Talk Radio is back on. Download the app for Talk Radio. I wish we had an app for this program. I have been promised an app for years now, but it's never come to fruition. I don't know why that is, really. No, nor do I. No, I didn't think so. Um, so anyway, the, the interesting thing here is cannabis oil. So... It just it beggars belief that in this day and age, when there is something that can help relieve the pain, and I did try cannabis oil. I mean, it was given to me by somebody. I didn't even know it was illegal. Uh, I did try that uh, for Mrs. W uh, in in the last days of her life, and it didn't do much for her, I have to say. Uh, but I'm told that I needed stronger, and it would have. But, but anyway, that's in the past. If people find comfort from this, if it helps ease people's pain then why aren't we why aren't we making it legal uh, by the way britain is one of the biggest producers of medicinal cannabis did you know that i had heard a rumor about it yes yeah uh, but we sell it abroad um and uh, we can't use it in this country uh, so i did uh, i did phone nick hurd's office and i got through to a 12 year old press officer who never heard of James Whale, and uh, I don't even know if he'd heard of talk radio. Um, so how how a pillock like that could become a press officer? Do you know, this is the other thing that really is getting on my nerves at the moment, and that is the fact that MPs are getting more and more difficult to talk to. Ministers hide behind their press offices um, and will only be, only... Uh, be interviewed if they can get a look at the questions, can know what the uh, interview is going to be like, and make sure that they are going to be seen in a positive light. That isn't the way it works. And so what will happen, they're beginning to get more and more like Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump, to a certain extent, actually, will probably speak to me but now all these people are saying, oh, we'll only talk to a few people in the media, and, and as long as they're nice to us and make us look good, that ain't going to continue for very long. Because what happens is uh, we will find that less and less people will vote in elections because they know less and less about individual members of parliament. And people will get, as they are now, really upset and lose faith. And we go back to what I was talking about before, public servants. But coming back to the cannabis oil. I don't smoke. I like a drink. Um, I have absolutely no idea why we are being so intransigent in this country as to not allow something that is legal in many other parts of the world and seems to be uh, something that gives people a, a lot of relief from pain. Why haven't we made this? What, what, what is wrong? What are the government afraid of? Why is Nick Hurd refusing to come out and answer questions about having made this sweeping statement of saying, no, you can no longer use this? What are they frightened of? I'll leave the question with you. If anybody knows the answer, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com or get us on Twitter or Facebook and let us know your thoughts. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying any more. Is there a uh, crowdfunding page to raise the money for the license? I don't know. 
But that would be a good idea. But I don't think it's as easy as that. I think it has to be a, an organization. So, uh, and I'm sure they're looking into it. But, you know, that, that it should be legally available. Quite right. It's legally, you know, and obviously you probably read the story and uh, one of the politician's husbands actually farms uh, cannabis in this country. Uh, um, in his attic? Is it? No, not in I don't think in his attic. I think, you know, the proper farm. Wow. Yeah. You've got to grow loads of this stuff, haven't you? And some people have been going, oh, well, it'll be the pharmaceutical companies trying to stop it. Well, no, they're the ones who will be making um, the, the, the medicinal oils and stuff out of it. The pharmaceutical companies are the ones who will be using it in, in different drugs. Can't they just send it in the post? Do they have to go abroad to go and get it physically? Well, I'm, I imagine a lot of people have friends abroad where they can get it legally and they probably post it to them. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way forward, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm not. So, but, but, but I'm not suggesting you do that. Put your address, but somebody else's name, so it it gets to your house, but the wrong person. Don't I'm not that. even suggest. I don't know why on earth Rob should say things like this. He's absolutely mad. Of course, uh, we would not encourage anybody to do anything illegal, but we would encourage the politicians to become uh, a little more intelligent. I've lost. A lot of faith with the political classes. I don't think they know what they're doing. They're panicking about this leaving Europe because they didn't expect it to happen. And now half a dozen of them getting very excited, see themselves in positions of enormous power when we leave Europe. And uh, I think the whole thing is a major catastrophe. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. Um, okay, so listen, this is the James World podcast, and uh, oh, I, did, I wanted to thank people for getting us in the iTunes charts. I don't know, is it important being in the iTunes charts? I'm not sure that it is particularly, but we were there last week, so that was very nice, wasn't it? It's always very nice to be somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we don't do this to get into the charts. We do this to make enormous amounts of money, and that hasn't happened either. I heard a rumour that you've already spoken to Donald Trump this week. Oh, yeah, I did on my radio show on Wednesday. I spoke to Donald And, you know, lots of people said it wasn't really Donald Trump. Why? And lots of people said it was an impersonator. And I said, well, if it was an impersonator, they would have made the voice more like Donald Trump than it was. That, that's true. I remember you had Margaret yeah. Thatcher on your TV show as well as a guest. Yeah. yeah. And people said it wasn't the real Margaret Thatcher. How dare people do that? Strange. I know, very strange. Um, shall we get a bit of music? Yeah, I seem to have been talking for a long time, and I'm sure people are bored stiff, because you know I do like a bit of reggae. And uh, we have uh, New Town Kings, who have officially released their third studio album, which is called Reach Out. Um, and this is quite good. Uh, I quite like this. I don't know what you think about this, but a sort of reggae collective. Here we go. Versatile, keep it coming back again. No competition, we ain't playing any games. Done waiting, patient for the industry to change. What's my name? Say, that's man. Pull up on the silence. Been around the world for coming back home to my island. Got a lifelong principle of non violence. Mistake it for weakness, you better seek guidance. Reach out, new time, a kingdom will come. If you're not ready, better get up and run 
So there we are. That was uh, Reach Out from Reach Out. You see what I mean? Uh, a bit of reggae from the New Town Kings. If you want to be uh, exposed, uh, sorry, I'll put it differently. If you'd like your music played on this program, uh, Rob will tell you how to get it done. Yep, just email jameswellradio at gmail.com. Mark it for my attention. That's uh, Rob. Include the MP3 file and permission to play, and we'll play it on the show if it's bad, and we'll also play it on the show if it's good. Yeah. Got a few new radio stations take the show this week. Um, yeah, there's uh, Tamworth Radio, and there is, uh, um, what's the other radio station in Cornwall, isn't there? There's one in Cornwall, yeah. Yeah. And anybody, if you've got a small radio station, whether it's an online radio station, whether a community radio station, if you want to play this, bearing in mind, I do sometimes say the word f*** quite often. That is true. You do say the word f*** quite often. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, as long as that doesn't upset you, everybody, doesn't they? I mean, you know, that's Anglo-Saxon words. I mean, should be well used. Um, okay, so I think probably time now for you to do your uh, your little bit, which is called Tech Talk. Okay, it's Pagan Radio in Cornwall. Is it? Mm. Oh, I like the sound of that. Pagan Radio. Hi, this is James Well on Pagan Radio. <laughs> yeah. What was that? That was my pagan noise. <laughs> oh, sorry, Daisy. Oh, frightened the dog. Oh, Daisy. Are you sitting comfortably? Yeah. Why? Because oh, I'm going to ramble on for a bit. Okay, I'm going to put my feet up. There we are. 
Uh, Apple is going to change the default settings on the iPhone to stop hackers and other users unlocking devices without proper legal authorization, which means the police will not be able to get into criminals' phones. I'm sure they will, actually, but okay. Uh, Dixon's car phone have uh, had a cyber attack involving 5.9 million payment cards and 1.2 mm. million personal data records. When when these cyber attacks happen, Robbo, what actually you never hear any more about it. So if you had bought a phone or had a phone with uh, Dixon's, yeah, and uh, you're one of the people who've had your payment cards hacked, mm -hmm. what happens? Uh, that data file then gets sold to people who want to use your cards for illegal purchases. And would you be liable to pay for that or not? No, no, the end, uh, The person who owns the credit card will not be liable whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Um, it seems to me that we are now not, you know, we are allowing ourselves to be far more open to these cyber attacks from all over the world. Uh, and I don't, we don't seem to be doing very much about it, do we? Because they, I am told, forget nuclear weapons. It's too obvious if you're going to try and launch a nuclear strike at somebody and in the meantime, they would probably retaliate anyway. Um, far better to actually have cyber attacks on the infrastructure of a country. You could bring the country to its knees. You could. With, with a cyber attack, of course you can. Yeah, you can close down power stations, close down rail networks, do all sorts. Electricity mm. grids. Aeroplanes. I'm not sure about aeroplanes. Why? hack into the computers of the uh, air traffic control and they wouldn't be able to do anything? No, nah, they'll just switch to manual and land the plane manually. All oh, right, okay. Or visually, rather. Hmm. Uh, what else we got? Uh, there's a fingerprint padlock that's out on the market where you can uh, just put your thumbprint on the padlock and it opens. Apparently that can be hacked within seconds now. So I think they're releasing an update. <laughs> I love this. They, they yeah, okay. Um, there's a game called Fortnite that uh, is doing quite well at the moment, and it's just been released on the Nintendo Switch. I'll be having a play with it later. I'll let you know next week how good it is. All oh, right. It's a game that's been out for ages, but I've got a Nintendo yeah. Switch, so I'll have a go. See what it's like. Okay. I've also been playing with VR a lot, a lot, lot. The what? The VR stuff a lot in the last couple of weeks. Oh, virtual reality. Yes, yeah. it's it's very good. Uh, it's de I can definitely see the future in it. It's not quite there yet. The graphics are a bit sort of uh, mm. grainy, but uh, it's definitely there. And Microsoft are releasing their new HoloLens 2 a bit later on this year, so that's something to look forward to as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right, fine, fine, fine. It's very good. It's it's very I immersive. I just allow my phone to update itself because it keeps on saying updates available, blah, blah, blah. And it's changed all the font size and uh, all, the, all the graphics. Do you need to put the uh, accessibility options back on for your eyesight then? Do I? Oh, no, I can see it better. Oh, you've put it on then. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, it seems all right anyway. Uh, films? Ah, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a few this week. Oh, what have you watched? That's a very good point. I did. I, t I watched the thing called Black Panther. That was quite funny. I enjoyed that. That, you said that last week, yeah. What, what have you watched? Oh, did I? Week? Okay, yeah. I've watched the uh, Foreigner thing, and I've watched the Commuter thing, and uh, I've watched, oh, gosh, it's a bit, a bit sad living on your own now, isn't it? Um, I, I kind of got halfway through uh, the Star Wars thing, but it just it gets it's a little boring for me. I don't, I, I've watched a bit of that when we first met, but I don't like that at all. Right. I don't know why. I haven't, I haven't watched it to the end. I fell asleep, went to bed. Um, 
In fact, most of the movies you send me, I've watched. Good. I'll send you some more. I've got loads more. All right. A dog's a dog's place or something like that I haven't bothered to watch. A uh, dog's purpose, yeah. Yeah, what's that about? It's about a dog that dies several times over. Yeah, no, well, why are you send me... Listen, Is I've got enough nastiness going on in my life at the moment. I don't need stuff. I need, I need, you know, films to get away from it all. Oh, we'll go and see uh, Jurassic World. That's the film I saw this week, Fallen Kingdom. I've seen that one. You haven't seen Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Oh, haven't I? No, oh. that's out now. No, Jim, Jim, Jiman, Jim, Jimanji, Jim, <laughs> something or other. Jimanji. Yeah. Yeah, that's nothing like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, isn't Kingdom. it? Oh, where they get in the game. I saw that. That was reasonably entertaining. Yeah, that had the girl from um, Doctor Who in it and Jack Black. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. her name now. He was, yeah, Jack Black, who, be, who was a girl. It could have been funnier, I felt, when I saw it. Yeah, I, I thought too. Yeah, I thought they missed a lot of tricks to make it funnier, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, very, very good. It's got dinosaurs in it and guns. Oh, right, okay. Well, it always does. Jurassic everything has dinosaurs in. I mean, that's it, isn't it? This is one of the better Jurassic Park stroke world movies. There's, oh, okay. There's, be there's a better right. story to um, it. There's what? There's, there's more of a story to it than just going on an island with some dinosaurs and surviving. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all I've got this week. Is that all you've got? Oh, well, I, I better go and um, I better... Um, now, I haven't seen all those old movies, so you better just send me some more. I've got boxes and boxes and boxes, and I just get them sent to me, so I'll just send you some down. Yeah. Well, then you send them to me, and then I just give them to the charity shop, so that's fine. Well, that's fine. I don't mind that. Yeah, good. I'm very glad to hear it. Um, do we? What I'm really not into, and I don't know if anybody, and there are loads of podcasts which tackle the World Cup. Is anybody interested in the World Cup? I don't really think so, do you? I think it's uh, nobody's interested in it. I'm not seeing any flags anywhere. I've not seen it on no, the No, I haven't. I've I not haven't. seen anyone talk about it. I watched the um, Soccer Aid with Ollie Murs mm. and uh, Paddy McGuinness. Right. That was uh, I didn't, quite, quite entertaining. Okay. Paddy McGuinness's uh, penalty kick was uh, rather embarrassing. Oh, uh, because he he and Ollie Murs and, um, oh gosh, what's his name, Robbie Williams. Uh, Williams, they all take football really seriously. Yeah, Robbie Williams didn't play, but he was there. Why didn't he play? I don't think he was fit enough, I think. was the. Oh, case. right, okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, Robbie. I hope you get fitter in the future. He's on uh, X Factor, isn't he, this year, as a judge? Is he? Oh, yeah. right. oh, that's, oh I, I was expecting a call. Uh, they've sacked uh, Louis Walsh, or he's quit. They've not. One no, of the two. No, he, I, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on the right stuff in a, a week or so. Oh, the new uh, presenter? No, no. Oh, I don't. I haven't got time in my life to do that. But just occasional, occasional appearances would be great. Okay. So my agent said I need to get out and do stuff. So again, you know, I'm av I'm available. If anybody's got anything they'd like me to do, just uh, James Whale Radio at Gmail dot com. I didn't get on Question Time either. No. Why not? I don't know. I was. I'm still waiting to get on Question Time. Well, they're filming about three miles away from me right now. Well, not right now. Later on this evening. Yeah. And and you haven't been on. Well, I I asked, and they said no. I well, didn't even say anything. Uh, well, I, I, hopefully I, I'll get home in time to watch it tonight, and I can tweet out how annoyed I am with the thickos who they seem to have on the panel. Is it just me, or the people they have on the panel on Question Time are just dull? Yeah, they don't answer the questions properly, and then when people answer the questions, nobody tackles them back properly. It just seems to go no. nowhere. 
Yeah, it seems to be a waste a waste of time until I get on there. So, actually, if everybody wants to on uh, mass get onto the question time um, production office and tell them that I should be on the panel, that would be fine. Okay, I was okay. going to wear a James Well t shirt and everything in the front row. That's why you didn't get on. <laughs> Uh, if you want to check, listen, the summer is coming. We've had some great days and there's going to be some great weather. The James Whale T-shirt collection is now out and you can match up your favorite colored T-shirt with the James Whale logo uh, with a James Whale baseball cap. And you will look the dog's dangly bits for the summer. Limited edition baseball caps. I've only got about four of them left. We'll get some more done. They're very expensive to make. Are they? Mm. Oh. Where is mine? I've lost it somewhere. I know I've got it somewhere because I wear it in the car. I thought you gave it away. I did give it away and then I took it back off the person I gave it away to because I thought, why have I given it away? Well, if you haven't got it, I'll send you another one down. Well, then we'll only have three. Yeah, but that's fine. But you're advertising it in theory. Well, yes, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. I could do it on some more of the videos that are available on our YouTube channel, of course. Yes, the YouTube channel is doing very well. It's got a lot of mm. things on there. Yeah. So just go and check that out. Right, I think we'll finish off with the questions, shall we? Okay, are you ready for some questions? I'm ready for some questions. Go uh, on. Apologies in advance if I read these incorrectly. You can't read. That's the problem. I'm trying. This is my weekly lesson. Um, Hang on. Here we are. I've got the questions here, so uh, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Paul Smith, have the people finally woke up to the evils of political correctness? Yes. I was hoping for a bit. I do like to answer a question properly. That's how a politician should do it. Yes, I think people have woken up to the evils of political correctness, which is making society dull and very, very tedious. You'd do well in an English GCSE exam, wouldn't you? (laughs) Why? That's the sort of answer you give, isn't it? I've never done. I've never taken an exam in my life. Maybe you should. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Uh, Owen Lucas. Hello, Owen. Is there any point in worrying about anything we cannot control? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, Nick Wright. Yes, Nick. Hello, Nick. Uh, What is the speed of electricity? Uh, 299,792,458 metres per second. Jeez. Is that, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Uh, Bill Roberts. Uh, do you think Bill it's... Bill Roberts. Yeah, Bill Roberts. Uh, do you think it's yeah. possible that we might not win the World Cup this time? Uh, <laughs> yes. I think it's very possible we might not win the World Cup this time. Yes. Have, have we ever won it? Not since 1966, no. Oh, okay. <clears throat> But I will talk about it if we do begin to look as if we might win. But other than that, I'm not bothered. Uh, Justin Richardson, is cheating in exams wrong or just morally wrong? Uh, It's a waste of time, Justin. What is the point of cheating in an exam if you need the exam and you can't do it? Mind you, I've never never known the benefit of exams. I mean, if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer or something like that, then then you would be academically uh, able to do all that sort of stuff. And if you're not, then what, what is the benefit of exams? I've never really understood, to it, be honest with you. Isn't cheating a good thing, though? Uh, 
it's a, it's you see, I'm, I'm loath to say yes, which is what I really think, because it might encourage people to think that's a good thing to cheat. But, you know, winning at any cost... If, if we had a few more winners in this country, we, you know, politically speaking, any sort of speaking, if we'd, if we'd actually, I'm not suggesting we should cheat, uh, but if, if we'd had politicians who were more uh, focused on winning in the uh, European Parliament, the MEPs that nobody's ever heard of, we might have made it work better for us. Okay. Uh, Lindy Fleetwood, should I move Hello, out? Lindy. I keep interrupting well, every time you say You hey. do, yeah, but go on. <laughs> uh, should I move house, downsize? Well, if you want to, yes. But I tell you, I, I'm somebody who's moved enormous amount of times over my life. I'm not moving anymore. And uh, I, I think the longest I ever lived anywhere is about 18 years. And, um, <laughs> and then we moved, and uh, I am not doing it again. Uh, if you want to move, move. You'll know if you want to move. But downsizing, I've downsized in my life. And, you know, you, you think I'm going to get rid of this, this and this. And you never get rid of all that stuff. I'm sitting here in my studio with all kinds of stuff all over the place that I'm, I haven't used for years and probably won't, including my Native American drum. Um, but no, no, I, it's up to you. Listen, Lindy, nobody can make that decision for you watch the film downsizing no don't <laughs> it was shit wasn't it <laughs> yes yeah it was <laughs> anna Moyes. why is there enough tarmac to make speed humps but not to fill in potholes that's a question i've asked myself a lot and i have no idea because speed humps don't really do anything except annoy the people whose houses they are put outside because the cars make a noise. Much better to narrow the road so the cars have to stop. Don't you go over the speed bumps really slowly and then accelerate rapidly to the next one and then go over that slowly and then accelerate rapidly and so on? I drive a, a, like a, a Humvee. It doesn't. Speed bumps have no effect on it. <laughs> Very good. Last question now. Jeff Hobbs. Go on. Mm. I'm waiting for you to say the word Jeff Hobbs so I can... Oh, Jeff Hobbs, yeah. Okay, there we go. If Armageddon happened, would all the religious people stand arguing over whose God caused it? Um, if Armageddon happened, <laughs> is that the Armageddon that religious people think might happen, or is that the Armageddon that may and will eventually befall the planet Earth because everything has uh, a, a time, and uh, when your time is up and when the time of the planet is up, it will disappear. It will, it will cease to, uh, to, to hold life. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm sure lots of people will argue nonstop. Surely that's one for uh, Owen Lucas to worry about. Yeah, I think that's probably a very good point. Uh, now, listen, thank you very much indeed for tuning in to the James Ware Radio Podcast today. Uh, as I told you, I just waffle on. We just waffle on, and um, and that's it. Uh, but if you want me to waffle on a bit more, then go to the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, and you can download some more. If you're listening on a radio station, then they will probably play a jingle of the radio station at this point. Uh, no, they won't, because we're going to play the Big Big Egg. What's the Big Big Egg? The music at the end of the show. Oh. Well, they could have put a jingle in if they wanted, and then you can play the Big Big Egg. No, it's in the contract. They're not allowed to tamper with the show. Are they not? No. But do they not take the fucks out? <laughs> <laughs>
excuse me. <laughs> no, I do that. All right, okay. All right, f*** off, I've had enough. Bye-bye! to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>